Hey babes, we are um, here gabbing and so we're just, we hit record because um, sometimes we just get off track on our conversations already. We're talking about a lot of kind of hot topics. Yes. I think like um, we just had a podcast before the podcast. Yeah, I know. We kept saying stop talking, just hit record. But so here we are. Um, and um, before I forget, and we don't need to launch into right now, but we need to talk about Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Tackle the topic of like heaven kind of and I want to chat about that so anyway um first so I've literally not seen you in another it's been another week I haven't seen you I know (laughs) okay so where have you been what have you been doing I know so we just I mean I know the answer but I haven't seen her so I know we um she didn't ask me any questions about my trip because I feel like exactly like we talk about it and then it just sort of like loses its steam for the podcast so (laughs) I don't know not it was fun it wasn't you know it was a trip with the kids we went to Tahoe we um stayed two nights at Squaw Valley. We left the day after Easter, which was kind of a disaster in and of itself because the kids were up to like 10 on Easter because we had like this big cousin like, together. Side note, when did Reese actually ask me after Easter, yeah. like that evening, she was like, I'm confused. Do you get more candy at Easter or Halloween? And I was like, yeah, girl, I, I get that you're confused. It Easter this year, right? <laughs> this year was Easter 100. Did you think, I think I might have felt like guilty or like, oh gosh, like I should make Easter extra fun because I don't even know. Yeah, I felt no, guilty, I did. I just gave them and so then much candy. There was I mean, so, much candy, so much candy. And I also, the next day, I don't know how you are as mom, mm-hmm. I, then I threw it all away. Oh, okay. I thought you were like I left, I like it. I left, like no, God, no. <laughs> what? You tap- I okay, threw so like I tapped into it. I and left. I threw it away because I couldn't. I was like, this oh. is going to be. I gave them each a bag Honestly, and I threw away the extra. I pro- normally I would have. There was just so much. It was like repulsing me. So I left like five eggs and I tossed everything else. I did that just now when we got home from Tahoe. I, I just I, couldn't I even look at it. Big plastic baggie of the candy and I just tossed it so that I oh. wouldn't be tempted to like eat it at night. Um, okay, yeah. so, so Easter is taken over Halloween. Like, okay, tired. We left in the morning. Got <clears> up there. It was um, it was it was cool because my parents were staying there too. They got their own room. We got our room so that we could ski with the girls yesterday, and they watched Jack for us, who doesn't awesome. ski. Yeah, and it was it was fun. It was like the first time that we as a family, like, or me and Tony, got to ski with the girls together, and I felt okay, I'm not a mom who, like we've talked about this, like gets down on the floor and like plays with my kids. Yeah. But I'm a mom who loves to do stuff with my kids, like go hiking, walking, skiing. I love that. Like if I can like do something, and I think about this in general, like if we're doing something that we enjoy with our kids, like we're just kind of in our zone and better moms, right? Totally. So to be able to ski with them, although I'll get to like the difficult parts in a minute, it was so cool. It was like, oh, oh I love that. Like turning a page in life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. But then I did send you that text. Um, was that yesterday morning? Yeah, it was yesterday. <laughs> she was already with a beverage, of an adult yeah. beverage in hand at 1030. But it, I got it. It was those delicious um, Underwood The, the Underwood bubbles. champs. Yeah. Um, so we had, there's this like crate. So to get from mm-hmm. the resort over to like the ski, main ski area, ski area is a pretty difficult like ski. Like it's like a intermediate to an advanced. And my husband being who he is, was like, oh, the girls can do it fine. It was like an hour to get over. They ended it in tears, not because they they did a really good job, but They're they were probably just exhausted. Wiped. Yeah, and so they earned M and M's and a Gatorade, and we <laughs> earned an adult beverage. Yeah, I love it. It was fun. And then the only other thing I think that Tony and I were both like, God, you know, being in a hotel room with three kids. Yeah, like we felt, even though it was nice and everything, we just felt like there was no. I think. 
I have no to be escape. honest. Our, and our temp, our patience was sh- like super mm-hmm. short. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we were feeling bad about it. But I think it was just being trapped in a hotel room. And then do you ever feel like the more you do with your kids, like the nicer things you do with them, the worse their behavior is? All the time. Okay. So I'm yeah. not alone in that. No. I'm like, and then I'm so tempted to be like, God, we give you so much. You have so much to be grateful for. And then I recognize that's my stuff, yeah. not theirs, because they're five and six. Yeah. So they don't give a shit. They don't even they notice. They don't even know. Yeah. How would they know the difference? Yeah. So when we put that on them, that's extra hard. So I just realized, I'm like, God, we're doing so much. And they're so, like, frustrating right now. And then I'll have that moment. And then then Tony will have that moment. And I'll be the one to, like, reflect back to him. Like, hey, it's okay. Like, yeah. They're just they don't kids. even get it. Yeah. They yeah. don't get it. They're tired. Yeah. Um, but last night it was cool. We put them to bed at seven and had a minute to ourselves. We sat in the hallway of the hotel, all the moms <laughs> oh and dads god. out there know what I'm talking about. Cause you oh don't want to wake up kids. And You're brave. Out. So you guys were in one hotel room, but it was two, it was a, um, it was an upstairs with a pullout bed. So the girls up okay. and then a downstairs with a king size bed and two bathrooms and like a little kitchenette. Oh, but you, there, the way it was designed, there was no room to be in. Where somebody, where somebody sleep. wasn't sleeping. Yeah, so totally. It, it was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Sick. So, yeah. But now you're back. Yeah, we're back. And it was fun. It was fun. It was a kid vacation kind of fun. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Go to Disneyland these days? Like, <laughs> well, I just Disneyland's read Disneyland's opening. I just read the list. So uh, Disneyland opens um, at the end of the month, April 30th. And I just read the list of, um, and by the way, you know, they're only opening to, if you're a California resident for right now. Oh. Kind of like testing it out with that. just California residents. But I just read the list of rides that they're not opening. Oh, I didn't. At the beginning. That. Like basically anything that's like in any way, shape or form enclosed. Right. So. That's like everything at Disneyland. <laughs> it was like a lot of rides. So, so I was just are like they discounting uh, the prices. Hell no. Oh god no. In fact, I think that up. they're more. Mm-hmm. I think that they're way more. So um anyway, I was just laughing about I that. I wonder though if they'll do that the first like month and then see how it goes. Yeah, like they just up. I mean, listen, what they don't want are a bunch of they don't want bad rap. Like all of a sudden I am making this up, but like everybody yeah. gets COVID when they go and there like, and then oh, they're like, Well crap. Fail. Yeah. So yeah. I think that they're just and I and I get it, they're slow rolling into yeah. it. I mean it sucks because I'm sure so many people are excited, but they're slow rolling into it and then um, you know, they'll go from there. Yeah, my um uh, my husband said one of his fireman buddies took his family to like Disney World. They're huge like Disney people. <clears> yeah, Disney World's like fully open. They were all excited, right? Because it was like this was a couple months ago it was when it was at 25% capacity and they're like oh it'll be less crowded and I guess they went but like what they didn't realize is that the rides are also at 25% capacity yeah. so the lines were like crazy long yeah I just saw somebody was somebody I don't even know who what friend was there but somebody was saying that rides it was like you know 85 90 minutes per ride that you were yeah. sitting and waiting it's like oh that has to happen yeah because you I'll can't wait. even sit people like in front. I'll I'm wait to too. Be honest, I'm not a huge Disney mom parent person. I do love how joyful it makes my kids. But yeah, I would much rather. You don't like teach. the rides? I love it. You no, know, I do like it, but I'm not like a. I'm it's not, not I'm like not you're judging, but like I'm not a person who's going to wear the matching Disney stuff. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I honestly, I think it's cute <laughs> when people do it. I'd rather be at a beach, but. So it's so funny you say that when my mom, my mom was up here like two weeks ago helping me clean out my closet because my new closet was getting put in. Yeah. And, uh, Which she, I haven't seen. I and she was helping me, this. she was helping me, um, just get, you know, she was like, you want this, you want this, you want this. Oh, and I was just like, Dizzy thing and I just and I, no, no, no. <laughs> so the funny thing was, so she came across this like really pale, like, um, I don't know, rose pink, uh, like 
um, Disney sweatshirt. And she was like, oh, we'll definitely get rid of this, which normally I'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, mom, I'm only getting one in my entire life. I'll wear that one every time. I'm not getting right. that every time I go. Right. And she was like, oh, that's so much smarter. Like, cause normally I would just be like, I'd come home, I'd get rid of the t-shirt I had to get the, yes. you know, the silly, yeah. I mean, to me, that's yeah, not. I spend like $60 on it. Yeah. So I got like a, like an actual, like really good zip up yeah. sweatshirt or whatever. And I was like, this will be the one that I wear. For the rest yes. of my life. Yeah. Like, it's I the one it. thing. <laughs> no, and there's nothing like, and I know it's like, it's so expensive to go to Disneyland. It's crazy. And so I, I don't, kids obviously have no way of knowing that. And yeah. Like, Disneyland, but I will say there's nothing like what, <clears throat> the excitement on my, and that was two years ago. Yeah. They were so young. But the I know. excitement on their faces, it's just I know. amazing. I know. So much fun. So, someday. Someday. Yeah. So that's what we did. What did you do this weekend? Oh my gosh. Okay. Tell so literally, okay. So the last time I saw you was Wednesday night when then we went into Thursday. Okay. Thursday morning was like, and, and up until right now, yeah. like my head's been spinning. I know. So I had, um, a hair coloring appointment, which your, was really, your haircut looks so cute. thank you. Which is, which obviously was priority in my life. But yeah. so we did that. My parents came up to pick up Reese for the night because she was going to spend the night for Chad's surgery. Then they brought up like they're so kind Have and you thoughtful. Even about Chad having surgery? No, that because okay. that was just this past week. Yeah. So um, they brought up a recliner for him just in case he needed to sleep in it, in case he was uncomfortable from his shoulder. Like is that what Tony came and carried upstairs? They, he, I don't think he got okay. here in time. I, he told me he came here and carried upstairs. <laughs> no, he didn't oh get my here. <laughs> my dad and Chad got it up, but this was pre-surgery, so. So then they took Reese, then my, my very sweet mother-in-law came over and took the boys, and then Chad and I went out to the Harvest Inn for the night. Um, this was the gift certificate he got you. Which was so sweet. So birthday. we got to go away for a night and then get up early and go down to his surgery. What time did, by the way, what time was his surgery and what time? Um, his surgery ended up being at like, uh, now I'm forgetting, at 11. So what time do you have to So leave? we only had to be there at like 9.30, like 9.45. So it was great. We had to leave at 8.15, which, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, we were, that was fine. Um, Did you guys have, like, a nice dinner? Oh, my gosh. Honestly, we were, we we went to um, the restaurant right at the hotel. Well, it was really just the bar at the restaurant and had dinner there. And Is then Napa? Yes. Okay. Well, it's, yeah, it's St. Helena, Napa County. Yeah. Um, and... It was a really wonderful night. We had a fireplace out, like a fire pit outside, a oh. fireplace in our room, and we had so much fun. Love it. Like, like one of those nights where, like, the next morning we like got in the car, and he was just like, oh, "I like you so much." Isn't that okay? So yes, there's so much to say about that because you guys haven't like. Let's remind no. people you have not had a night away since together the two of you. Alone since Warren was born. Since Am before right Warren was born. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we probably maybe years, Mary. Yeah, he's over two. So I'm saying like maybe may I can't remember maybe while we were pregnant, my mom, my parents yeah, took Reese for a night. Like the same, but yes. So yeah, yeah. And like, and oh. and even then, like not the not that it's all about alcohol, but I was when I was pregnant with Warren. I mean, th- like yeah, that you night, can't have a glass of wine. Yeah, like it was, you know, we got like a bottle martinis. of champagne and then uh, and then a martini <laughs> and a dinner. It was just yeah. like so much fun. Yeah. We had yeah. such a blast. You remember like that the two of you alone are yes. Not that you don't get that. Like at night when you're sitting watching TV, but like yeah, it's different. It definitely. So so we talked about the next morning when we were driving down to a surgery how we really need to be more intentional about. About um, 
you know, with our kids, we're so lucky our kids do go to bed so early. And so we need to be more intentional about like turning the TV off or, yeah, and not all the time. We love watching shows together, but like putting our phones down and just like sitting and having a meal together. Totally. You know, so it was, it was just a really good, get your fire pit, like sitting outside, like that for Tony and I is a kind of a date in and of itself. Yeah. TV off and sit by the fire pit outside. It feels like a whole different Like you're just somewhere else in your own. Yeah. So anyway, we just, like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like we literally just sat, like we couldn't stop talking. It it was just amazing. Anyway, it was amazing. And then, and then a surgery. And then, so we went to, to a surgery, which, um, you know, it went well. It's still a rough recovery. You, this is such a weird question, but yeah. what did you do the whole time you was having surgery? Were you like in um, vacation, having just sitting there? Like, I ran errands. I ran like, some oh. errands. I sat at the that you can't go in. That's right. Yeah. Um. So I just like and I got stuff like I got emails. I had to run to the bank. Yeah. I had to like you know. Oh, this is nice. I think what's really <laughs> what's really funny is this is like so terrible. So then, so they say that they'll call you afterwards because obviously you can't be there anyway yeah. or you can't be in there. Yeah. So right after surgery, his, his surgeon actually called me and told me that the surgery went really well and um, he should have a, a good recovery, but the next month is going to be a little, you know, a little yeah. rough, but like, but that beyond that, he should be pretty good to go. Yeah. Um, and then he said that the surgery center would be calling once he was ready to go, like mm-hmm. an hour before he was ready. He's in recovery at this point. So they do. They call me and they're like, um, you know, you should be ready in about 30 minutes. And I'm sitting there like, God damn, you guys told me an hour. And now you have. <laughs> I still have one more hour. Now, now you need me there in 30 minutes. <laughs> Don't tell me you made him wait. So, yeah. So I like raced back there. Um, and then we came back was home. Was he loopy when he was coming out? Like- so. Okay, so I could only compare Chad post-surgery to, like, um, almost like an accident victim who doesn't really understand what just happened to him and yeah. is, like, a little too coherent. Right. You know, and you're yeah. like, chill out, buddy. Yeah. I don't think you understand what just happened, like, right. literally. He got on the phone with, with his office. And he's, I was like, he was, like, over um, being, like, overproductive. So... Like, yeah. And then um, – my mom met us out there to get... To, like he was in shock. Yeah, it's yeah. like he was in shock. Yeah, like yeah. he was in shock. My mom met us back out at the surgery center because it was close to her house to drop Reese. So Reese drove back with us. Oh, okay. And then, um, and then, I mean, he slept the entire way home. And then like the whole night and the whole... You know, so I was yeah. like, for a second there, you're like, are, so are you okay? Yeah, I guess oh, you're cool. Good, yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, and then the sleeping started. And then it hit, and then it like... Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we got home to the boys, and my very sweet mother-in-law stayed with them, which was so How nice. Did that go? It went really well. Good. She did, did they, great. Did they wake up in the night? Um, honestly, this is how kind my mother-in-law is, probably, but she didn't tell me. She, she, that's how my mother-in-law was. She would like, say it, and she I'm not. Like, oh, and great. Yeah, yeah, not even like covering it up. She just like she it, it, it was great. It. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, um. And she's so good. Like, they just have a really good rapport. And yeah. so I just felt really comfortable with good. her being with them. And um, That makes a huge difference. Yes, it really does. Yeah. So um, they got into a good groove. And she's been, honestly, my mother-in-law has been so wonderful since this. And she's been, like, checking in and helping out. Like, the other day, I really need to go Chad grab some things. Chad can't lift, lift the kids in, yeah. at all. And the boys obviously need to be lifted a lot. And yeah. just even in and out of their Cribs. Like, I can't leave him alone. So, like, I wanted to run a couple errands um, the day before Easter. And so she just, like, came over for an hour and a half and let me just go do things. And Good. Good. So That's nice. so nice. I'm so glad. It was so nice. So, um, so anyway, yeah. But beyond that, he's, you know, he's had, like, a good day, then a bad day, then a good day, then a bad day. Yeah. And, I mean, 
he's a trooper and, and he'll he's, he has to do like a good amount of like physical therapy coming well, up. Well, right? so we're so tomorrow's his post stop with his doctor, so we can kind of see like where he's at with everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll so we'll go from there. Good. Yeah. Yay! I'm so glad. But that I haven't really because like I feel like it I need to like leading up to it, it was just like so much. And I think, like, when you have something big like that in your life that you have to get done, there's just kind of this, like, anxiety around it and, and, you know, and you're not really on the other side of it. I remember even just, like, picking him up from his surgery and knowing that it had gone well. I was like, okay, well, now we're on the other side and now it's just the clock ticking until he's, like, feeling better. But but the surgery's done. You guys have had a big couple months. You've moved. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're doing a ton of work to your house. Like, you had... Hawaii, you had his surgery, like so much. Yeah, I feel like there's just been a lot going on. So I almost have finalized uh, the kitchen. Yeah. You, so I that'll know. get going. Um, and my tile guy's coming on Friday to start the bathroom. Wait, you finalized and, like the design? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm to excited to start working on that. And well, so we so the kitchen cabinets are going to be ordered. They're going to take about six to eight weeks and then... Have you ordered them yet? Or I'm, I'm finalizing this. Like I told her we're ordering it this weekend period like okay. done because yeah. we've got it because because it takes six to eight weeks like I need do to get feel these like going. It's one of those things where I've never done like redone a kitchen mm-hmm. do you feel like it's one of those things where like the the um options are endless and so it's hard no no like which no one you want no because like Cause you know because you I've done it once only once I really know what I want and so you know like she'll be like and oh because do you want- you're a person who just kind of knows what you want yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I mean yes in fairness there are a lot of options but I don't want all the, you know, like I'm not trying to, yeah. I don't know. Yes, totally. So I'm excited to get that roll in here. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. But I'm most excited for the backyard. I, have I know. So then that'll be something I have to tackle <laughs> after this. The ins- Once the inside's done, I'll tackle the backyard. And meanwhile, Tony and I are like, she, we're just, so we're doing, um, we're finalizing. We have mostly shutters in our house, but we're going to finalize all the windows. And here's me. This is so funny. So. We did, we're just going through three-day blinds because that's who we went through before. Yeah. And we're like, whatever, it's easy. We want them all to match. And so um, the lady who, like, they come and do, like, a free consultation or whatever and measure. So she came over, um, and I guess she tried to get a hold of me, but I was seeing clients that day. I was busy. It was a random number. Oh, no. I didn't answer. And so she calls my husband and goes, wow, your wife is really hard to get a hold of. Oh, oh I'm sorry. And he, Excuse and me. I, I was like, and what did you say? He's like, I was like, yeah, she's busy. <laughs> Like she's working, and I was like, "Hell yes!" And I, I can't tell you why that. I don't know why that triggered me, but she left a rude. Oh, because she had left a rude message on my voicemail. Like same, same thing. It's really hard to get a hold of. I'm like, it's been like 12 hours since I lost. Like, Jeez, relax, lady. So I might not get back to you for a week, and that'd be fine too. I know. And I told Tony, I was like, I think I want to go with somebody else because I just don't like. Yeah, that kind I'm of always in my life. people like one comment like that, and I'm like. Out. Yeah, like we're women, let's support each other. Like, yeah, not, that's like, ridiculous. Yeah, and to say that to my husband, I don't know why that bothered me, but um, we're I'm excited for that to happen. But I just I haven't I've been passive aggressive about it, I guess, and haven't called her back. So I just need to find somebody else. Because yeah, at this point, whatever. Can you believe that we've now lived in our house for th- like three full months, and I still have no. not one window treatment on? Although um, they were I in really been three. Months. I mean, right? It was yeah. didn't I move in February. in January? No, I can't remember. Oh, wait, maybe it was March. (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay, I'm off. That's right, we closed in early January. Okay, okay. But, okay, here's my point. I ordered them January 10th. Yeah. 
There's a and and I love 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 who we went with, yeah, but because of the factory things. delays, um, my blinds are or my my shutters are still not in. So we, it's so funny because I just I feel like we're just in a full blown fishbowl. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just how we live. And I think that our neighbors think that this is like kind of what we've chosen to do. Yeah, you're like no, no. Like I'm like just wait. We'll be at least they'll be here in time for summer when it's. Oh, they're gonna be. Hot. They're actually they were in Fresno yesterday. Yeah. They just need to get on the truck for the final delivery. So we're so close. Yeah. We're so close. I mean, I'm looking around here. There's a lot of windows in your house. <laughs> a lot of windows. <laughs> a lot of places for people to look in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm very excited about that, but very soon. Yeah. Um, okay, so our kids are going back to school next week. I know. For, for one hour. Well, one hour for Alex and two, Lisa, hours, and two for, hours for Mia yeah. for two days. And then... Yeah, I, I honestly just I'm kind of stressing about how to make it all work with drop off and pick up. On it, same. Yeah, it's same. You have a whole other issue because you have two napping boys. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. I know you'll make it work, but it's just freaking annoying. It's just annoying. Yeah. I have yeah. a kindergarten and a first grader, so Alex will be from twelve forty five to one forty five, and then Mia will stay up to two forty five. So I have to like, what do I do for that? So it's hour? three trips there. And yeah. Yeah. I know. So, um, and then Jack gets out of preschool at 1230. It's just, it's going to be, and then on those days I work. So it'll be the babies that are actually doing it. And I just, I don't know. It's a lot of moving parts, but you know, yeah. honestly for their sake, yeah, I, no, no. I for them feel, here's what I feel grateful for is that like when I, cause I talked to them about this week and I was like, how do you guys feel about it? Like trying to put aside my own feelings because I have some big feelings yeah no but this is exciting for them yes and she was like and both girls said I'm most excited about meeting my teacher in person and playing with my friends and I was like and they should be and I then I did the whole thing of I'm so glad you're excited for that and also just to remember it's not going to be playing like you remember it because like there's going to be some different things and they're like okay like yeah but yeah I'm, I'm just trying to be positive about it and then we got the email saying that they might increase it to more in-person learning, which is kind of interesting to me because all the other schools in our area are already doing far more school than we are. So, so and like, the reasoning, because I'm sure everybody knows this, but the CDC allowed three feet distance yes. be- between ki- um, stu- or schools and um, or when kids are in school. And so, yeah. Like we kind of expected our school district to just be like, okay, cool. The policy has changed or the, or the guidelines have changed. Let's just adapt. But they might in May. Now now they're like, oh, maybe in May, (laughs) which is like a few weeks, which is like so hard because like, you know, I have so much empathy and we've talked about this before for our teachers and, and administrators who are trying to figure out how to make this work. I know. It just sometimes feels conf- everything's confusing. It's like, okay, if we can be three feet apart now, what's the holdup? Like, and I think that it just comes down to erring on the side of caution. Yeah. And like we were talking about with Disneyland. Yeah. Not like I to yeah. like be the assholes who like yeah. cause a big problem. But if we really, yeah, if we're really looking at how things are going in the schools, in in the state, in the state that we live in, and, and other states, it's going pretty smooth. So yeah, it's going really smoothly. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for them to have some version of in-person. It'll be a lot of um, figuring out how to do pick-up and drop-up, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I got, for some reason, I think, like, this morning when I was in that state of, like, awake but not totally awake yet, I had this, like, um, 
like flash or whatever. So I wasn't quite dreaming. I don't even know what I was doing, but I, the thought of like Reese going to school from like eight 30 to two 30 or three or whatever it yeah. was. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's how in my life things would actually be easier. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, I mean, I kind yes. of, I've forgotten, like it's now been over a year and of that will be, that's how it should be. Yeah. Like yeah. I, like it, like I'm kind of in, I'm just kind of still in the thick of it all. Yeah. But I, sh- but that wasn't the plan because Reese was going to be in TK because this year, you, you know, so doing just baby stuff. Like if, so like if you were home with just Warren, but like, her, to be honest with you, I mean, and I'll I knock on one way I say this, she is, but I mean, my boys sleep so much. Yeah. And but I don't actually get a break when they sleep because no. then I'm like, okay, Reese, what do you want to do? And That's I want and I saying. don't want her to be bored. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's not like you yes. get yeah, like you're you're either like when you're home with babies and they nap, you get to get stuff done. Yeah. You get to like maybe have a minute to yourself. Yeah. But when you're home with babies, I could be catching up on my shows, but my God, I can't have my shows on with like, a five year old. <laughs> totally. Or Angel, like, oh, I should spend some time with her. I'm yeah. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. And it's just exhausting. So school so, is great for that. School. I can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait for next year. Just for any kind of a normal schedule. I know. And, yeah. In and the- actually, Warren will already be going to a preschool next year. Oh, that's right. He's starting. So, yeah. So yeah. he'll get to start in the fall. Yeah. And, yeah. Wild. Oh, okay. Next August is going to be really different for you. You're Huge. Just have Luke home most, Huge. Most of the day. Huge, yeah, my yeah. buddy is just going to be with me, and and then how cool will it be to get to spend some like one on one time with him? I mean, he's like the only one at this point I want to spend one on one time with because yeah. like I got so Reese has energy like none other, and you got a Warren ton. is just two, he's yeah. so two, but he also just like wants a lot of my like like so Luke just hangs with me. He would be oh, his perfect just, world. Like, he just wants me to hold is. him all day, yeah. and he's not even like needy about it. He's just like like just can I just st- sit you on your hip all day? Like all yeah, times. just like. <laughs> but if I go into Warren's room, like when he wakes up from a nap, and I have Luke, like if I'm holding him, Warren Warren's like has to get in closer than Luke. Oh, like oh, he's yeah. in that you know he's just in that two zone where he's yeah. just like I need more attention. I need more. I just need more, more, yeah. more, more, more. Yeah. So. I need anyway. to like, do whatever it takes. Yeah, I'm ready for just like to hang with my buddy Luke. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for you. Uh, game changer. Okay, um, before we talk about our what I think we need to talk about our the big yes. um, the big topic, I want to have just a quick chat about this whole um, Grey's Anatomy yeah, heaven chat. That. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, this season, if you haven't watched it, I'm just going to ruin this for you right now, but we've talked about it briefly in a couple of other of our podcast episodes. Okay. So Meredith is battling COVID right now. Oh, in, in like, I don't, I haven't watched this in years. P.S. Yeah. So Meredith's battling COVID and she is on, I mean, she's on a ventilator. She's like the whole nine yards. She's been battling COVID the entire season. You cried about it last week. Oh yeah. She's like, so Meredith has spent her entire season in, in, in a hospital bed but she has been in this um, other place. Okay. She's been on a beach. Derek has been there. Basically, everyone that's died has come to visit her on this beach, and she's she's in a she's in an in between place. It's right. very clear. Right. She's struggling. She's literally struggling on whether she goes or whether she stays. Oh. Okay, so obviously she's got three small children. So she that's the only thing that's really holding her back because all the people that have gone before her. And, you know, it's a TV show, so, like, everyone has died. Yeah. 
Like, it's not, like, one special person in her life. Like, everyone's died. Right. So she has just, like, I mean, it is a plethora. Like, her mom and, well. Her mom hasn't even touched on it yet. I mean, yeah, Yeah. they haven't even gotten to her yet. I'm sure that they will. But, like, her her husband, McSteamy, came back. Her sister that died. Her Wait, McDreamy or McSteamy? Well, they both have died. Which one's McSteamy? McSteamy is Eric, um, you know, the tall... The tall, light-haired guy. Oh, he died? He's McSteamy. Oh, my God. He died in a plane crash like 10 years oh, ago. Okay. <laughs> I really love this And then McDreamy was her husband, Derek, okay. who died in a car accident. Okay, shit, yeah. Okay, so, or complications from a car accident. Anyway, so um, this past week, though, this is what I, okay, so this past week, it is um, McSteamy. Yes. And her sister. Okay. That are with her on in this in this field at the beach, okay, and and um, they're talking about missing being in in life, like mm-hmm. they are. Ta- they're they're gone now, but they're yeah. talking about missing. You know, they they're like telling her like, don't go. Like you have children. He's saying, you know, he he left a daughter behind. He's like, I wish I could be with her, and mm-hmm. um. And her, you know, they're like, don't go, don't go. And she's like, it's so warm here. I love it here so much. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very like, yeah, it's deep. Yeah. Okay. So, so she said, I don't get it though. Like she said something like, I don't get it. So is life just a lot of pain and then you die? Mm. And they, cause they were saying like, you get to feel the pain. We don't get to feel the pain anymore. And like the pain is where it's all at. Like, cause that means that you're loving deeply, you know, like there's that whole, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So she's like, so you're basically saying like, there's just a bunch of pain and then I die. Right. And they're like, no, that's like, that's the beauty of life. And so they, so that anyway, they go on and they, and, um, Eric, or McSteamy, Eric, I can't remember even what his name yeah. was on the show. McSteamy. Like, yeah. And he said, he said something like, you know, we're all, we're all there all the time. All of us. We're yelling things in your ear. You just take credit for it. Yeah. So, right? Like, he's basically like, anytime you come up with a good idea or you change a decision or the course of an action or something, he's like, that's all us. Oh. We're yelling in your ear. You hear us. You just don't know it because it's like, it's almost like it's too, it's too much for you to grasp. Right. right. And of course, I was just like, Okay, like mind blowing. blowing. Yeah, no, that's mind blowing. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, I thought it was so interesting. I do too. And I'm not I'm not fighting against it. I was just like, huh. Yeah. It gave me a really good like pause for thought. And the crazy part is is that we have no way of knowing. No way. We'll never know. Obviously. No way. We'll never know. Um but I like to think in my world that I create in my head that like that there's intuition that we have that's our own that comes from like our own self or maybe a maybe a higher being or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then and then I do like the idea that like there are some sense of guardian angels, whether, yeah. whether you're regardless of your religious beliefs or whatever, but there's some higher power or connection to the people that we've lost. I guess that's different. A higher power and then the connection to people that we've yep. lost that are somehow influencing us in our life. Yeah. But I like to think it's both because I think it would be weird if 
for me to think that like every decision I make is coming from somebody else. I don't buy that. Right. And so, and but, I, and I don't think he was, and I, yeah, he, maybe, yeah. I don't think he was saying like every single thing, but he was basically saying like, here, um, like anytime, you know, like, like I'm talking about like the, the mundane daily things, right? Like yeah. you're about to step off into the street and he's like trying to get your attention. Cause there's, he can oh, see a car that's coming yeah. and you never even know. Like you're yeah. like, Oh, good thing. I didn't step off that sidewalk right. so quickly. And he's like, I did that. Yeah. I told you not to step off that. So anyway. What's that movie with Meg Ryan and um, John Tr- Like, remember, like, she died. It's like, it was like years ago. We were like little. It was like Angel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I don't think I saw it. No, you have to. Sh- I thought you were going to say Ghost with Demi Moore. And no, but it was kind Patrick- of like in that, in that same idea. Anyways, people listening will know what I mean. But Meg Ryan was in it. Um, who was the main actor? But basically, like. That her husband had died before her and was like watching over oh, the whole oh. time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't oh. know. It's given me so many. I mean, especially like I've had people in my family that have died yeah. or family and friends, and, and I'm it like. you comfort in some sense? Well, I think I, I don't think. I think it made me almost kind of giggle, honestly, thinking that these people are yelling in my ear, yes. and I'm like. Or maybe have you felt something like that before? Well, like, sure. Oh, that yeah, makes yeah. Sense. Like, yes, but I mean, I think that when I think that I only relate those things to things that they would have to do with, as opposed to this thought that if you're with me all the time and you're helping me on my day to day, like I'm not thinking, oh, I bet my grandfather just made me not run that red light, or right. you know, what I mean, right. I, yeah, like I'm not thinking about that and so it kind of made me laugh like what if I'm thinking that I'm doing all these smart things and in reality it's just all these people looking out for me or these souls looking out for me that are I like that thought yeah me too but I was kind of like yeah Mary who do you think you are that you think you're making all these good decisions yeah and I also think it's cool that like on a medical show I know it's highly dramatized and it's tv yes but that they're addressing like like they're addressing the idea of heaven and the higher power or Something and and not, whether you believe it or and, not, I just think that it's a part of the conversation. Yes, it's and cool. they've been very careful. They don't call. No one said the word heaven this right. entire season. You know, she's just she's on a beach. She she's can't like things place, like she can't of, feel yeah. the sand. She keeps saying like she can't feel the sand, so oh. she's clearly not there. Oh, but she's there. You know, mm-hmm. like purgatory. If you're if you're in the like or know anything about right, is it just Catholic religion that believes being purgatory? I believe yeah. so. Um, or maybe Christian. In but general, purgatory but is not it's a the sandy beach. Place, right? But purgatory, no. Well, no. I mean, it is, but it's when it's because you are either in heaven or hell. You're not saying you're things. not you're not on your way to heaven. Like there needs there's some things that need oh. to be done before you. Go. I always thought purgatory was like you don't want to be in purgatory. This is not purgatory. Okay, purgatory is like. Um, Maybe you need to right some wrongs. Yes, got it. It's the in between space because there. But not. like, but almost like, uh, but almost like God's giving you a moment to it's right those wrongs. It's worse than heaven and worse. I mean, it's worse than hell. Almost. It's in your. A way. It's your. It's your like opportunity still to get to heaven. Yeah. But like, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the like old old Catholics used to think that if you didn't have the last rites. Yes. For example, like people would freak out, like, "Oh my God!" You know, like, uh, yeah, um, if you died before you. you, you yes, like you died. Um, tragically in a car accident, like yeah. they didn't get, he didn't get his last rites. Like now he's going to be in purgatory, which, which is the majority we know of isn't people true, but die before their last rites. Right. Yeah. But so, but that used to be like the thought yeah. process. So yeah. Anyway, oh my gosh. it's been really like, I'm, I just am fascinated by this subject, especially when, when you're, when they're tackling it without there's, there is no God in this scenario. 
Um, it's not about that. It's not tied that. to a religion. Yeah, it's not tied to any tied. kind of religion. And it's not, there's nothing about heaven. They don't say anything about that. It's just, yeah, it's just, uh, and, and she seems to also have a choice. Yeah. Which is also which is will, really right? interesting. Like, like the will to live mm-hmm. or not. So like, so like McSteamy this week said, like, you need to go fight. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. knock this bullshit off and go fight. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I believe that so much is that like when people decide it's time to go, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And we've all seen that with maybe our, with our, hopefully our, our older, older yes. who are like, I just give up like, mm-hmm. and, and they can will that in a yeah, way. Yeah. I'm know? ready for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I know can't wait for topic, tomorrow night. Like, I do think that like death is something that we don't like to talk about very much. I know that for yeah. a lot of reasons, but I do think it's like, I don't know. I think if we talk about it a little bit more often in like little ways, it, it actually becomes like a little bit less of a, cause I see from, as a therapist, I see it's a big source of anxiety for people, mm. for all of us really. Right. But if we just allow ourselves to like think of think of it a little bit more often and maybe in ways that are just like it's a part of life. And I mean, it is a part of it's life. It's a part of life. Yeah. We're not going to avoid it. Mm-mm. There's no getting out of it. Yeah. So anyway. um, I'm honestly like uh, even What's if you – even last? if you're over – no, it's not – we're not to the last yet. But like even if you haven't watched Grey's Anatomy ever or whatever, like this season would be easy to catch up Isn't on. Is it on Netflix now? Probably, I don't know if the current season is, but I'm sure it's you can get on on demand or something. But um, online, yeah. I'm telling you, even if even just for like a good conversation topic or some thought provoking yeah. things, like I, I have ugly cried a few times. I will tell you, but there's something therapeutic about that too. Like there's yeah. just it is it's a good season. Okay, <laughs> seventeen Maybe I'll just seasons skip all in. The other ones and just start it just this just watch this season. I mean, honestly, I watched the first five. It got real seasons. complicated in the middle there. Yeah. Just go to this season. Okay. Okay, anyway, let's skip ahead so we can finish off on this major topic. I know. Rachel Hollis. Okay, so here's why we want to talk about this. So this week, um, there is a controversial video that Rachel Hollis put up on her social media on Instagram. I think it was actually on TikTok, but then whatever, posted on Instagram, where I guess the premise was... By the way, if you don't know who Rachel Hollis is... Oh, yeah. We should start there. She... I... I, A self-proclaimed guru yeah she's a self-proclaimed proclaimed guru i cannot stand the chick i yeah. haven't ever been able to stand the chick but i'm but i'm in the minority yeah and i, re- and I recognize mary that never, i i remember i came to mary a couple i remember a couple years ago i said oh with this book i yeah. think i talked about her podcast and she screams inauthentic to me yeah screams it yes and now we and, and then, fake and, and shortly after I started listening narcissistic to her podcast and, and like, should I keep going? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, something's off here, right? And um, I guess so. So, let's, but but okay, so so she she wrote two. She wrote one hugely successful book, "Girl, Stop Apologizing," which was literally on the number one bestseller list for like it almost it broke records, like it yep. was crazy. Um, I could go into the whole backstory. And by the way, I hate that title because the art of the apology is more important than anything, but I get it. Okay. So anyway, so, and then girl, wash your face. Girl, wash your, oh yeah. Girl, stop apologizing and girl, wash, no, sorry. It was, she started with, girl, wash your face and then girl, stop apologizing. You're right. Two bestsellers. Um, and now she's written kind of a flop. And she's, (laughs) oh, she wrote another book. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I guess it wasn't a flop if you were, if you wrote it and you hadn't had two bestsellers, but that happens. She wrote it post her divorce with her husband, who was a Disney executive, 
and they, um, in the pandemic decided to separate, but Mm -hmm. if you know the whole story, it's, it's in what I think Mary has big issue with and which we've talked about together. And I agree is that they had a marriage podcast kind of about, about about basically you should try to emulate their marriage because they have the most perfect marriage. We're the best, right? Like everyone should do what we do because we we date, we have so much sex. We have, we make out all the time. Like we're the best things ever. Just follow us. And then, and then they like did a podcast marriage conference. Oh, in I which can't. They charged, which was big money to go to, right? And um, it was interesting because I was listening to the reflections of people from the marriage po- um, conference, and I actually know a therapist who spoke at it. Won't go there, but <laughs> it was kind of a flop. Like they basically were like, we realized, so they backpedaled after that marriage conference and said, which is probably when they started realizing they had their own stuff, or maybe who knows, but they basically said, like, wow we don't think we can do that again. It was way more intense than we thought it would, would be to have to like handle all of people's stuff. And uh, like, yeah, because you're not, you're therapist. speaking about marriage, you can't hold yeah, a marriage the health of a marriage, people in high conflict, but so, they continued. So I won't skip ahead to yeah. now. Cause I want you to tell that part, but then they can, they continued on with this. Um, they did a podcast. I think every week they did yeah. Instagram they, lives, Facebook lives every day. They yeah. literally did a, a release every week, maybe even multiple times a week. And then on a random Friday, right after a podcast aired announced that they were divorcing three so, months into the into COVID. this like most just perfect marriage ever and you should be just like them but they're divorcing okay right, so they're divorcing which happens right like when it's yeah, against them i don't mind that they yeah. had to split up i just i'm it's so annoyed with the fact that up. they tried to tell everybody that they had it all figured out and they were perfect and then don't judge us because we're divorcing and I think like what are listening to this who follow them will say well they didn't say they were per if they liked them well yeah okay they i'm okay perfect, I'm, you're right but you're I, right i hear what you're saying and i agree but they would allude to or talk about disagreements and arguing but they never sure they never had the point is they didn't have any business being marriage experts um because they didn't have the education in it they weren't therapists but also they weren't being truthful about their own experience. Right. So, hey, listen, that was our just first be honest about the flag. fact that just be honest about the fact that things are hard and and maybe right then they were harder than normal. And that's okay. And so many people experienced that during the pandemic or are yeah. experiencing that. But Okay, so so she went on to like kind of keep doing her podcast, keep um she took a little break from social media for a while. Um now she's back back on it right um and so she posted a video last week on tiktok like somebody apparently had commented i don't know she was doing a video for something and her house cleaner was i might be saying this wrong her house cleaner was in the background essentially and she said oh my sweet house cleaner and somebody commented like wow that's so privileged or yep and you're so unrelatable you're so unrelatable no she they said that's so privileged and she said um and then she went on to this whole video was like first of all like I am privileged. I acknowledge that I'm privileged. But guess what? I'm paraphrasing guys here. But yes, yeah. so go. You to can her still Instagram. go go find well, it if you want to. It's not on her page because she took it down. But other people, she took it down. Yeah, she took it down eventually. Like she oh. should. She took it down like seven days after. Well, don't worry. I'm up. sure if you just Google it, somebody so, will have um, it after. At Kirsten Howerton has the video still up. But anyways, <laughs> she was like, um, "I work harder than everybody else, so I basically deserve." Yeah. Like it was just. It was essentially like what she was trying to say, what I heard, what the, if she would have said, yes, I have a house cleaner and that's okay because I work really hard to be able to afford to pay a house cleaner and I'm proud of that. Great. Period. We respect you, girl. Yep. 
end of story. Like, right? Yep. But then she went on to say, I work harder than most people. Yep. Most people don't get up at 4.30 in the morning. No, she actually said 4 a.m. Yeah, 4 (laughs) a.m. Most people don't blah, blah, blah. It was just a highly, like, self, um, what's it called? Self. She's narcissistic. Narcissistic video. Um, And anyways, it got a ton of backlash. Yep. Indie press is good press, I guess, right? In her in her shoes. In her world. And uh, I'd be mortified. Highly like, and then she compared herself to who? Was oh my it? god, I can't, I can't with who she compared herself Oprah? to. Oprah, R B G. Yeah. As a hard worker. Yeah. As a hard worker. Um. Oh, I think she said Michelle she, Obama. She said, I think she yeah, said they're all unrelatable AF. Yeah, she said. And so I don't want to be relatable. Yep. Okay. Yeah, she said if you think I'm trying to be relatable, you know. Yeah. You're. Like, because hardworking women aren't relatable. Yes. The (laughs) camera was up in her face. It was like she was chewing somebody out. And then she used the word sis. Yeah. Which really pissed people off. And if you, if you know her, her rhetoric, she uses the word sis a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think it's, I totally, I think it's, um, I know a lot of like, uh, people of color were saying like, it's disrespectful. Um, it's like stealing a word that like she shouldn't use. Um, and it's condescending. So I, I, I mean, yeah, I can't. Okay. So anyway, so then, so then her apology, which came five days Two later, parts, right? Remember, she had one yeah. half-ass one that was blaming her team. Yep. Oh, she came out with another one. Yes, most recently. Oh, that basically because so she had an apology when finally, um, I don't know if, if people are familiar with, but there were some really prominent like. Um, uh, black women on social media who have also like they mostly they're authors of books like um, uh, Rachel Cargyle and Luvi um, I think is how you say it but anyways they basically commented on her her video that she mm-hmm. posted I saw that and wrote like really thoughtful responses and apparently that they got deleted and they and so she so people were like what the hell you can't just so all these people started saying like you can't just do that you can't just say something super controversial and then take down whatever you don't agree yep. with or makes you look bad so then she came out with an apology that essentially blamed her team mm-hmm. real original mm-hmm. and then um got a ton of backlash for well, that well basically she said that her team told her to just let it lie for a minute and she realizes now that wasn't the right decision but she it was her team her yeah, <laughs> yeah her team told her to just hold on yeah so then she came out with a second apology you can see all this but anyways um, it was a little bit better, but it still just, it still was, um, it, see, it was, it was, a, it was a publicity it's stunt. too it many was, strikes it was too for late. me. It was okay, too so late. what's your take? So, you know, I have a lot of feelings about this, but it was a long time coming. I think it's the, um, the sort of, we're, see, we're witnessing the um, other side of this sort of popular culture version of self-help and self, mm-hmm. like personal growth, mm-hmm. which isn't based in any sort of like psychology education, Rachel Hollis being the leader of this like, sort of like quotable Instagram things, right? Mm-hmm. And Pinterest. And I know I do it on my therapy Instagram page, but I try and say things that are, I, I mean, I'm just gonna say this. I actually understand the things that I'm talking about. Do I get it perfect? No. I probably screw up a lot. But what I'm saying is she has, there's so many women that are yeah. coaches or whatever that don't even have the coaching certificates that come out there and like say these things. So I think we're seeing the sort of downfall of um, people like like that who just shouldn't have no business. And like, like it's time to have a downfall of that. It's time. I feel like there's such there's a just like toxic positivity or like go get it, girl, at all costs. Like 
you know, what, what does that even mean? What does that look like in real life? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I think it's even more than toxic positivity though. I think it's just all these people who are, who are that's guiding, just the start of it. guiding women who are, are genuinely seeking direction. Mm-hmm. And it's preying on vulnerable women. Preying on and very vulnerable women. And somebody said it on women. her page, and I have to say this, and I agree. She's like, you spent years supporting M- MLM schemes that basically, um, what's it called? Um, like, uh, made vulnerable women victims. Like, this, I don't know if you've done research on this. or thought, There's a lot of women that have lost a lot of money in MLM, like, marketing schemes. Like, whether it's, like, mm. I don't want to name names, but all the different, like... Can you name names? Yeah, sure. Arvon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's the other ones? You know, all, yeah, all those I know. Things. I can't. It's like or like Rodan right and Fields one. Yes, yeah. Okay. And some women have done well. I'm trying to think it's, of what, but I'm gonna, but I'm not, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, think yeah. I'm you're not saying base here. What yeah. I'm saying it's a small majority of women that do well in yeah. those businesses. And so all these, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest here. All these messages that Rachel Hollis like spewed out there in the world were used by, um companies like Arbonne to like motivate quote unquote their their women right and so there was like empty personal growth messages that were like basically aimed at I think kind of getting them into almost like a cult like it's like if people like don't worry about their opinion if they don't agree with what you're doing f off you know they're not good enough without much thought Mm -hmm, to like mm -hmm. maybe your friend is concerned because she sees you cutting people out of your life that were important to you before. Or maybe mm-hmm. she sees you losing a shit ton of money. Or maybe your husband is like, wow, like I feel like you're always on your phone now. You're never mm-hmm. here. So we do have to pay attention to people's opinions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that's my whole thing with her is I think. I feel like one of the things that is just so lacking, so related to this conversation is, and we were talking about this right before we, before we hit record on this whole podcast, which was, we need to pay attention to people's opinions of us if they hold value in our lives. Right. Yeah. And then simultaneously, we need to not pay attention to people's opinions of us if they don't hold value in our lives. And I'm not saying that that's easy to do. No. So I'm not, I'm not trying to... But that's I'm a not really tra- good distinction. But we need to Distinct. draw the line. Yeah. Draw the like, line there. And, and sometimes that line is very blurry. Yeah. And sometimes the people who do hold a lot of value in our life or people who we love a lot don't agree with what we're doing. And then I think it's important that we first – that's why I'm, I was like turn inward first. Like what mm-hmm. what is it about this? Like what do you want to do and why? Is it in line with your values? And mm-hmm. I think that's the big question. And then you go to the people who – who have your best interest at heart and who love you and care about you and you get their feedback. And that's really important. Mm-hmm. Really important. But the other, the people who are like, oh yeah, like I wouldn't take that chance. It's like, great, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I, I do agree. So I think what was so popular and I'll, I'll acknowledge this because I think what was so appealing about Rachel Hollis's messages were like, which, by the way, you guys, she stole most of her messages from other people. I'm just of course say that. she. From, there's nothing original yeah. of what she says. Like her whole thing about like she just if publicized they're not in it. the ring, like don't bother. Yep. That's Brene Brown's yep. whole thing. Um, so, but yes, I agree with that. Is if they're not out there living their life and um, in line with their values and 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 being vulnerable, and then I guess yeah, you don't. You should. We should be really careful about. Yeah. Taking in those people's opinions. And I think it's that. So I think, like, 
what what can we take that's good from this? Let's inventory the people in our lives that we are, you know, that we're that we're taking the opinion of. So oh, I like that, do an inventory. Yeah. Let's do a little inventory because, uh, yeah, that's I I do understand that that's not easy. I feel like I've got this. This is like one of the areas in my life that I do actually feel like I've pretty well nailed. Yeah. But that's not true for my whole life. It just is true for where I'm at right now. Yes. Yeah. And so Absolutely. that takes work. It takes a lot. And it also takes building up some thick skin. And I'm not saying get tough and be hard. It means. You're not saying like at all costs. No. Just, yeah. but, it, but what it does mean is figuring out. And this is where kind of the thick skin comes in and, and, it, and it builds itself. But. But coming, doing some inward thinking and looking and saying, does this person actually have my best interest at heart? First, yes. Do they, are they rooting for me? Do they want the best for me? And are they going to be honest with me? Yeah. Because, and, and I'm not expecting every single friend in my life to like hold up a mirror every time I say something, that right? Like be. that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. But I do expect the people that I'm around to have the same core values as me, mm-hmm. to have the same... Um, the same motivation to be kind to people and to be open-minded and big hearted. And if they're not like, I don't what their opinion of me is not relevant. Kind of irrelevant. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You said something earlier that like stood out so much to me before we press record. That was like, if they like, it's not about like, I don't know. It's not about like, I don't care about anyone. I don't give a shit. It's like basically like, yeah, if you're not going to, show up in my life as a real authentic person and you're not going to like you don't deserve to hold that space I guess you don't you don't deserve um for me to have to give you that weight and I think we give as women we do we tend to I know like I I wrote about this in my chapter my book where I was like I do have one best friend and I was talking about Mary who is so I feel like you you have really evolved into this space in your life where it's not that you don't care about what people think of you because yeah. again that would be sociopathic yeah right like yeah that would mean you don't have empathy, um, but you're able to decipher what opinions matter and what ones don't. That's a learned skill and a it is practice. a learned it is a very learned skill. Yeah, yeah. I mean this was like I mean. And I was the same as everyone else yeah. in their twenties, feeling all insecure, and yeah. anyone and anything anyone would say to me or about me, I it like rocked my world. Yeah. Right. I mean, all those things. I'm not saying I've never felt this. I've just figured out at this point that um, only the important people matter. Yeah. Which is hard. That's that was a hard thing to get to. Yeah. But then beyond that, and they can still hurt you sometimes. But then beyond that. Even the important people, I have to, I still have to really, um, I still have to take a good look at why they're saying it or what they're saying. And maybe they've got great, maybe I really need to come off my high horse at some mm-hmm. point. Maybe they're really helping me out. And sometimes I think. It's about their own. I think this is your issue. And I'm just yep. going to respect that and let it go. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just what's going on in your life. Yes. Yeah. It's so interesting because as we're talking about this and this just all happened with the Rachel Hollis thing and. I'm literally writing a chapter in my book on other people's opinions and like kind of what space they should hold in your life. And yeah. so I feel like I've edited it like five times. So I'm like, I bet it's really complicated. It's, it's very complicated. So complicated. Cause that video we were talking to, I shared a video with Mary of a therapist that I really like. That's on Instagram. She's at, I, I referenced her earlier at Kristen Howerton. Um, and she ha- had like posted a video in response to Rachel Hollis's thing and basically it was like, um, 
this is why we should care about other people's opinions. And she was saying that it allows us to be empathetic and it allows us to hear um, the perspective of other, of other people besides our own. But what she didn't address, I don't think like fully was what you were saying, which was there's a even difference. The people that we value and love can sometimes hold opinions about us or make judgments on us that aren't helpful. Mm-hmm. That, are, that would, if we were to listen to them would take us off the path of, of our path, yeah. you know, I mean, of our, of our own mm-hmm. truth. Like not everybody needs to agree with what you're doing, but, but the people that you hold, you know, like she said that Kristen, yeah. what is, Howard? Howerton, yeah. Howerton, what I loved was that she said everyone should have an advisory board in their I life. Love I too. love that. Yeah. I love that thought process. Yeah. And I, and I believe it. Everyone, if you're listening to this right now, you should have an advisory board. I have an advisory board mm-hmm. and they're not a, they don't they don't hold an actual title in your right. life you're like, right you're, you're on these, my advisory board <laughs> these are the people that you respect which mm-hmm. actually she she missed out on that one word like these are the people that you she said that you look up to mm-hmm. um that you want to emulate that you but really that you respect, respect i think is so yeah. important because respect means that they're not they've earned it they've earned it they're not abusing it Right, they're not misusing that yeah. that relationship with you, that um, that connection with you, and I think if you respect somebody enough to listen to what they have to say about you, that's a healthy guideline. Yeah, and they have your best interest at heart, and they have to have your best interest at heart, and yeah. that is the biggest thing. So when and somebody it's a small group, it's not like a yes. huge advisor group. Otherwise, you're just going to get so lost and confused. Just a couple people, and like I love that she said. Um, if you're in a relationship with somebody, I was just say that. she said, if you're in a relationship with somebody, they should be on your advisory yes, board. And by if the they're, way. And she said, and if they're not on your advisory board, you should be, start uncoupling. Hey, oh, I love that. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. So, you guys, she also wrote a book, I should have said, which I lo- I adored her book. It was, And called, this is a licensed marriage She's and a licensed marriage and family therapist like me, but she's she wrote a book called Rage Against the Minivan, which is so good. <laughs> she's an adoptive mom. She's, she's, um, she has like, she has two adopted, ab- adopted children. Um, she is a philanthropist. She's divorced. Like she has so many different like mm. perspectives on things. Um, so yeah, check her out. She's cool. But I just think, yeah, if we're going to follow people, we should follow people <laughs> like her and listen to their yeah. advice. And I have to say to- as much as I disagree with the way Rachel Hollis has conducted her entire professional career and I'll just <laughs> to be honest to say that um I also know that she is a woman and a mom and I yeah. she she appears to me to be in a lot of pain I and so I want to just say that out loud because I can also recognize when another woman is hurting and they she is clearly crying out for help whether or not she is being clear about whether that she's aware or even that. aware of it mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm not, I don't want to just bash. It's I will never just attack. bash another. Yes. I'm not just trying, I'm not just here to bash this woman. And I, I really do, you know, I wish the best for everybody. I just think that while you're being wished the best, you need to be wishing the best for all el- all others yeah. and never putting down another woman. So I disrespect her. Her, her message was her message yeah. that was just terrible, and this is not the first time she's had a message like this, which is why I don't. Yeah. I'm not a fan at all, but I still want her to get some help or find some peace or whatever it is she's searching for yeah. in life right now. Because there's clearly, yeah, there is clearly some bad. This is no Oprah. Mm-mm. This is no, no RBG behavior. This is not Michelle. How <laughs> Michelle Obama handles things no. like this is not 
this is and and this is not classy it's not kind it's not there's just nothing good about this no i agree it was uh, and people should stop following her okay anyway i, I said it yeah she lost 100,000 followers but that's she has 1.6 million that's it yeah she's got i mean one. honestly she has one she had 1.7 and now she has 1.6 million and how i know that is because somebody said that anyways i i did go down the rabbit hole like reading okay the so comments okay so now to. now because let's be real rachel yeah. hollis is never listening to this so for a second let's yeah. just be gossipy okay Okay, so she, her husband and her divorce, yeah. or split up or whatever during COVID. She, she broke it off with him. That was like public. Is that? Yeah, it was public. Okay, did she, he cheat? No. no did no. she she cheat? came out okay. and said, I fully like, she, she, or he came out and said, and she approved it basically like, he was surprised. She left him. She knew that things weren't like great, but essentially. Okay, so I, okay, so I don't follow Rachel done. Hollis, but. Caitlin posted something about her this weekend, the, the, that the thing. Video, yeah. So I went and like, I went, okay, I went down the rabbit it's hole. Hard not to. Because I, God bless social media, you can always find a freaking rabbit hole. So I go down the rabbit hole and I'm, I'm looking up her, I'm looking up him, I'm looking up like all yeah. the crap that's gone on because, because I don't follow them. Yeah. So I, I had Smart. to kind of get caught up for a second. Yeah. So I did know at least, you know, their whole story. So anyway, anyway. I go to his social media page and he has a chick on there. Yeah. Just from that, that is announced on Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking Valentine's day was less than a year from after mm-hmm. COVID. So mm-hmm. you do the math on that. They split up during COVID. This is yeah. less than a year after COVID, but I recognize this woman on his page. Yeah. Not a friend of mine. I recognize her cause she's on a show. Okay. So if anybody ever watched the show, um, extreme makeover on ABC, yes. so not extreme oh. home makeover. Yeah. Extreme that makeover home- where they did the, the body makeovers. No, oh. I'm talking like the body transformations. Okay, 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 it was called okay. extreme makeover. So Chris Powell. Okay. Was the host of extreme makeover and his wife, Heidi mm-hmm. was like, by all accounts, like the, the white, the, the version, you know, I mean, she was in great shape, but she kind of gave like the, the, um, that female encouragement and support yeah. and she was a big, she's a big, um, I think she's a dietitian. So she was always kind of helping with the meals, but she yeah. was, she was on the show almost just as much as him. Right. So Heidi Powell is now who Dave this Hollis, Dave Hollis yeah. is with. So I'm like, okay, my head is spinning right when I see this picture. Cause I'm like, wait, she has four children. Chris and Heidi were like, like they were, you know, the, Boy and girl next door. They yeah. were so. I'm like, wait. When did, how, they, get when did they get divorced? <laughs> so then I go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay, so very recently they oh, split. I don't okay. even think it's official yet. Like I don't think the divorce is official yet. Okay, but um, she had had two kids with her first husband. Split up with him. Did this like very. Um, all of the pictures are with the dad. The two kids. Then Chris, and then they had two kids. Okay. But like all of their pictures on her page yeah. are of all of like she, it's like her and her two ex husband yeah. husband and then their four kids. Okay. Oh, so they were like happily like kind of just like raising their kids. Together. Yes. Yeah. So now there's three guys in the picture. Yeah. Like li- literally in the picture, and wait, like she has a picture with Dave. Like they take a picture with all three guys, and then. I don't think his four kids, but her four kids were in the picture. Yeah. 
so my I'm just oh, like Rachel Hollis would never. So let him here's take what a I'm thinking though. He announced this on Valentine's Day, so yeah. a month and a half yeah. ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is the rabbit hole I went down. Yeah. Apparently, Rachel Hollis then unfollowed him. Oh, I didn't know that. So this was not something that she was wanting to see. And then, and now we're unraveling. Yeah, then she like got a motorcycle and like all this. Stuff like happens. it all makes yeah. sense. I'm yeah. not even I'm yeah. not even hating on her about that yeah. because that must have been terrible. So you know hard. what I mean? Yeah. You think that you're breaking up. I mean, I never broke up with a husband, but yeah. like when I've broken up with boyfriends, then you're like, wait, you're with a new girl. Wait, like, I well, didn't I thought you were heartbroken and now you're <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now and now and and just to add salt to the wound, his entire social media is all about how, like, she is, Heidi Powell the is love the of love his, of his life. That's right. Yeah, I did And, see like, no day has ever been a day until she came into his life, like, kind of thing. Yeah. And what, and here's what, here's what breaks my heart a bit. Yes, you have four children, and, like, they have three boys and a little girl, and the three boys are a little bit older. Not, I mean, they're, they're little, they're, they're all, none of them are in high school yet, let's put it that way. The little girl is, like, three or four. She's adopted. She oh. said they had they had a um a huge like the reason why I started following them was actually somebody led me to their page because she was um in a huge like she was trying to adopt and it was like this huge issue and it was hard and they like lost a couple babies through oh, the whole process God. like right where they had to give them back and then they got their daughter Noah I believe is her name um which is a hard process if I mean uh, yeah. you know to adopt a child um and. So to be like stable and have hold down a family that like, anyways, it takes a lot for them to agree to like give you a child. Yeah. Right. And then I just am curious, like I'm not to say that you can't raise a child well, a separate, but like what is all this? I don't know. But I mean, are we surprised? So after I went down the rabbit hole, I was like, yeah, of course she's unraveling. Yeah. Of course she is. So her whole big thing was, or from what I gather on social and media. And the so. CEO of, your com- of her company. Did you know that? Or yes. no, sorry, the CFO, and she's the CEO. Yeah, but no, but, not anymore. But, yeah. but, okay, so they split, and she has this, like, idyllic view of the, they're just going to be best friends Co-parent. who don't live together, but no big deal. This is going to be easy peasy right. and wonderful, and their kids are going to be so happy, and everything's going to be wonderful. You know, like, uh, okay, newsflash, yeah. life is not that easy. Mm-hmm. So anyway... Yeah, then he now Heidi Powell's in his life, and I'm sure she's I'm sure she's heartbroken all over again. It hasn't even been a year since they split up. I know. So, I know. are we surprised she's unraveling? I'm kind of surprised no one's like That's acknowledging true. I, this. I didn't think about. I guess when you when you see that a woman has or somebody has been the one that left, mm-hmm. you don't think about the complex nature of it all. That she right, but I mean, why did she leave? Right. You know, I mean, there's yeah. right. She wasn't happy. Who yeah. knows? Right? They, yeah. And I don't. Well, I'm. I think actually. I mean, good for her for leaving Absolutely. a relationship that she wasn't happy in, 100%. Yep. Um, and it also can still be hard to see the person that you left, like, of having course. fallen in love so quickly. Of so, course. Yeah, I have empathy for those parts. And I, I just think, though, you have a huge platform. You need to make sure that when you're spreading a message or sending a message and putting it out there, that it's legit and that it's kind and that it's... Well See, what's crazy out. is that, like, I don't think that that's in any way her motivation. And You're right. and and correct me if I'm wrong, because you are a licensed marriage and family yeah. therapist, you understand the commitment that you're making to people. That's true. Right? Yeah. Because you have been trained to do yeah. so. So I think that a lot of these 
quote unquote coaches who've just gone rogue. Yeah. They don't have any. There's no guidelines. There's no rules. There's they can no, do whatever the f no they want. There's no advisory board, there's and that no, there's no advisory yeah. board, and that's where I think things get so other dangerous. Than other, than other people on social media, and that's what's really hard. Is yeah. Um, yeah, this like this. She can't lose her license for saying this, right? Right, and like, that's dangerous. If I, went on, if I went on like if I had a huge public platform, which I don't, but if I did and I said something totally like ridiculous, racist. Um, or like just uneducated or harmful, like I would lose my license. Yep. So, yeah, we need to rethink who, I think what you said it perfectly is take inventory on who you allow and who you, who you give weight to when it comes to their opinion about your life. And, and there's going to be some people that like have opinions or judges about your life that you don't like or that aren't favorable and yet you respect them, I guess. And maybe you should consider that. But most of the time those people don't have your best interest at heart, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, I just think that we, I think we as women really need to take a long, hard pause on who it is we're listening to these days. I think that this, um, this Rachel Hollis group of people, right? There's, there's other Rachel Hollis's out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just her. There's these, these women who, I mean, shit, I could go be a Rachel Hollis and that's what (laughs) kind of bothers me. Right. Like I love talking about this stuff, but I'm not going to go do it in a public forum to advise people because I know I'm not qualified from your personal experience. Yes. Right. I know. But, but my point is mm -hmm. I don't feel because I don't feel qualified because there are actually qualified people out there who could advise you. Right. Like I'll go be your friend and I can tell you my opinion all day long. And I love that. But that's as far as you, you should go in my personal opinion. I guess what I just like say, it's like, I'm not saying, and I think this is important is that like, if you're not a therapist or a psychologist, you have no space in the world no, no. talking about personal growth or emotional health. That's not it at all. I no. think lived experience is so much more important than freaking any formal education. I agree. But unless Yeah. Unless you're going to advise as if you do have yes, that knowledge. Exactly. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're gonna build an empire on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's okay, who cares? Right. Right. <laughs> so um yeah, on that note I know this was a big one. Yeah, we had to, I had some big feelings, guys. I really went 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 on a tangent there, but I do think this has been brewing inside of me for a long time with Rachel Hollis and the whole thing, and and just other people in this space. So I don't know. I hope that you'll find some truth in it or some some helpful information in this. But we're not again. We're not trying to like take anybody down or like attack no but I would love anyone who happens to be listening to this just give yourself a little look not I mean yeah who who is advising you or who's or whose Instagram accounts are you following or who's speaking truth into your life or you know the hours we spend on social media that's actually like informing so much of our thought process Mm -hmm. so I think it's so important that we do an inventory of who we who we're following and so I'm, I wanted to unfollow her, but I was just so curious of what was going to happen, God. I have to be honest. <laughs> unfollow her, for I God's know. sake. But then I couldn't go down the rabbit hole. I know. I know. I get it. All right. Okay. Well. More next time. We'll, we'll see what happens with this whole thing. Go watch the Grey's Anatomy, heaven, not heaven yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Till next time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at heybabe.mk so we can keep the conversations from this podcast going, give you a preview of our imperfect and very real lives. Did we mention we have six kids, six and under between us? 
and be the first to find out about our fun events and offerings. Thank you.